And I'd imagine that you no doubt are happy with the judgment. No, we're ecstatic with the judgment. I think it's, a, it's an incredibly positive move in the whole um, saga that's been unfolding. But just in terms of dealing with the overall symptoms and, and, and causes for you know, the kind of actions that were taken here, how far will it go? Because, um, Mm. you know, others would say it takes a certain amount of arrogance to act so unprocedurally. Yeah, I mean, that's exactly right. I think what's interesting to note is that the fact that Mr. Motuneng has been held personally liable for legal fees, which, by the way, we know that he's already, you know, said he's going to appeal. But the fact that it's been a personal liability is that it completely goes against the SABC policies, which just shows how fundamentally misguided a lot of his decisions were during the time at the SABC. Now, just in terms of the line of command, we know that arguments were made earlier on that uh, the former uh, chief executive, Jimmy Matthews, was the one who actually uh, took the decisions to fire the SABC-8. This was also uh, submitted by Mr. Motsuning's lawyer and Mr. Le- De- uh, Debele himself, mm-hmm. you know, sort of washed his hands off the matter, saying that, look, I wasn't involved. I didn't take the decision. So how do we, you know, hold, ensure that ultimate accountability is taken here and somebody is held to that? Yeah. I think what we need to remember is that what we've seen is a really good demonstration of the, the correct course of law proceedings taking place. And I think we need to really trust that process. And I know that we are going to, um, we will see the reasons to the judgment um, at, at a later stage. And I think we'll understand a lot more then. Mm. But, um, you know, I think that the, the, the correct people in this instance have been held account- correctly accountable. Um, but, you know, just to also add that the accountability for the, the, the SABC aid cases doesn't end just with legal fees, you know. Um, I think what we need to be aware of and what we need to remember is that we we have to take the um, the threats and the intimidation of the journalists incredibly seriously, and that is is a bit of a side issue, but it's it's also really important. Um, and that's not being dealt with. And mm. I think that you know, I, when we talk about accountability, we need to bring in the SABC board as well. And and, and that's the thing for me. I'm, I suppose I'm talking about the more surreptitious manner in which mm, sometimes mm. orders are, are given. So one may not, uh, you know emphatically or spell out the kind of action that they want their subordinates to take, you know, which is a bit of a gray area. Yeah, it is a gray area because I think what we've seen and an an issue that's being dealt with in um, the the current editorial policy review is the whole, is the issue of um, internal, the upward referral and the decision-making management structures within the SABC. And I think during while Mr. Motuning was around um, and, you know, his his management or his decision-making powers that he did have were skewed. And that's why we had a whole range of issues that were being dealt with while he was there. I think that, you know, unless you were operating inside the SABC, it is a gray area and it's quite difficult to determine that from the outside. Thank you so much for speaking to us uh, that day. Save our SABC coalition's Tandy Smith.